welcome to the 24th episode of the Nena Redu experience. This time I got some questions. So I'm going to respond to that and it is a episode related to blogging. So uh, someone wrote to me and I've taken away all the um, data or the information that would identify them or who they're talking about. But I think it is an important uh, subject to talk about, especially for if, if you're a new blogger. So I'm going to read the email that they sent to me. Dear Nana, I approached a brand for my seasonal editorial. Since I don't have a huge reach yet, they agreed to a barter and no commercials. Though I still had to return some of their products. Um, this is fair enough. Uh, I mean, when you start, uh, especially if it's a brand that you want to work with and, you know, they, they don't know about you, for example, then one of the ways, of course, the brand can know about you is that they can go to the blog and see what it is that you do. Uh, but sometimes initially, especially, it's okay to do these, but not too many of these. Once in a while, reaching out to, for example, an international luxury brand that would otherwise not work with any other blogger in the country for example, then you can say, okay, fine, you know, I barter, for example, and and the, and the products are not too expensive, so they don't mind giving them to you. So this is fine, you can do that, you can, you can do a collaboration where it is barter. But there are other ways of getting value uh, out of doing such a collaboration. So the value a brand derives, for example, is that they get free publicity, they, uh, not free, actually, publicity in exchange for barter products. And uh, you you get to carry the brand's name on your blog and say that you collaborated with the brand and you shot an editorial or that you wore their products or used their products and legitimately this was something that you collaborated with the brand on. So it's a it's 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 nice to uh, do something like this where the brand gets value where you as a blogger or if you have a social media following your followers see that product you talk about that product you link to the brand's handle. Uh, you know, people find who haven't heard of the brand start following the brand. So it's not just about whether you're, you have a good reach or not. It's also about how well the brand is known. So not all brands are well known. There are a lot of smaller brands, for example, that um, are, are not uh, like a lot of my audiences, for example, don't know about some of the niche brands that I end up working with. So this is like me introducing all 20,000 people on my Instagram to this brand. You know, I'm not saying all 20,000 will actually go and follow them or go and buy their products. But this is an awareness campaign for a very specific audience. So that's the value that the brand is deriving from, from this exercise. Okay, let me get back to the message. Though I still had to return some of their products. The shoot cost me a lot, as it should. And I even had a couple of bad experiences with the studio guy while shooting. Plus, I'm at the point of being broke. Oh my God. Okay. So, first of all, um, you don't need to go to a studio person to get this kind of a shoot done. I don't care if it's an editorial. I don't care how much anyone's paying you. You don't need to go to a studio to get this shoot done. You ask a friend to shoot it for you. You... You ask your, like sometimes, uh, you know, Akanksha has done it for me sometimes. I've even had my dad shoot me once uh, for, because neither Akanksha was available, neither was Bharat available. Sometimes Bharat does my shoots. So it, and again, I'm not really a personal style blogger. So for me, this is not such a big problem that I need a shoot done every two days. So I usually need a shoot done once in a month. So 
I'm okay with getting somebody to just shoot it for me. But studio, fuck no. I would never go to a studio to get something like this done. Because I, I find that background boring. Like, what am I adding to it? I'd rather do it in my lawn, even if I repeatedly do it in the lawn, you know. So I, I don't think going to a studio, if you are going to a studio, please take someone with you. This is India. And, you know, I, I don't know where you live, but if North India, South India, no. So this best avoided. So work with friends. Find somebody who who you know, uh, who is even half decent with the camera. If you're good at editing, then you can edit it on your own. The posing is up to you. Setting the camera is up to you. Giving it to them is up to you. You just have to edit the photos. And ask them to shoot on uh, the burst mode. Char photo milenge, par milega kuch. To wo karo. Don't go to a fucking studio. Okay. Plus, I'm at the point of being broke. Okay. Um, yeah, not a good place to be. Uh, I've been there. So, I understand what that's like. Um, you will have to probably figure out ways of... Uh, see, you'll have to do projects. One where you can pay your rent. And you'll also then have to do projects for the, you know, for prestigious projects, which are not, which probably pay you less, but they really boost your portfolio. You, and so you, you need to find a balance between that so that you don't reach a point where you're broke. Again, blogging is not easy. It takes time. It, I cannot stress on that enough. It takes time. A lot of time. And you have to keep doing it consistently and professionally and you have to create your own reputation so I, I i feel really sorry uh if you know you maybe you could borrow some cash from your folks i mean i i've done that when i was completely broke so i borrowed some money from them and i returned it to them once i made the money but hang in there after the shoot the brand did not reshare my post but said it looks great and then asked me if i could send them those photographs in high resolution in hindsight, that was not the best thing to do, but I sent it to them anyway. Now, when I asked them when they would be resharing my photos, they said that they will let me know if they plan to and left it off at that. I am feeling a little like I've been taken for a ride. You have. Undeniably. The brand has probably worked with influencers earlier. And the moment you approach them, they realize that you approach them on a back foot. And when you approach a professional commercial engagement on your back foot, they will step on you. So you need to, that is why I emphasize so much on professionalism. If you approach something professionally and you are transparent, there is no chance of you being on the back foot. You are just, you're here and you present that picture to them. If you, if, if you know, the, the, there are bloggers who say, oh, I have so many followers and they've bought those followers, for example. They're not, there's not enough engagement, for example. It's, it's not hard to tell that. Brands know that. And then, you know, when you approach somebody commercially for a project and they realize you're trying to game them, guess what? In all likelihood, they're going to try to game you as well. Best to be transparent, best to be clear, best to decide beforehand what it is you want to do and you tell the brand this is what I want to do and then then you can negotiate a little based on okay you know if I if I'm charging you know 100x 
and I'm giving you, you know, 50 photos. So then you, the brand says, oh, but our budget is only 50x. So you, you, you reduce the number of photos and then you reduce the number of x as well. But you have to be clear. You, you have to tell them, look, this is what I do. Even if it is a collaboration where it is just barter, make a contract. Do you have a contract? Please just go online. Dude, when I started, there was nothing on the internet. Like even on the internet, you didn't, I wanted to know what a contract was. I didn't even know that I could make a contract. You can go online now. There are people who openly share their contracts. I have done it on my blog where you can see how it's just a one pager in which you can just write this one line saying that, um, and you know, these are aspects that you will learn. It's also part of experience. Where, you know, if a brand comes back and says, oh, we want high-res photos, can you send them to us? And then you send them to them. You are not going to be doing that again in the future, are you? So, like like I said earlier also, chalk it to experience. Um, but if you're a new blogger and you're listening to this, yes, photographs are valuable to a brand. They can be used to uh, promote the brand further. If the brand has a large social following, they can share it on their social media this is another one way in which you can get paid. For example, if you have a brand which has millions of followers on Facebook, for example, and you do a post for them and, uh, you know, they, they come back to you and say, okay, 100x, uh, we don't want to pay you 100x. We, our budget is only 75x, for example. But we will, what we will do is that we will share your post on our social media, do a campaign for a week and link back to your blog post. So that is a form of payment. Look, when people say barter, free me kar diya, nothing is free. Okay, na? Kuch free nahi hota hai. So you, you have to find out what are the ways in which you can get paid. You get paid in kind or you get paid in cash, depending on what's important to you. So you'll have to figure out these things and, and, and see what you're comfortable with. Not everyone's comfortable with, oh, you know, the brand has millions of followers on Facebook, so they'll share my post. Well, fine, you can share it. You don't want to share it, don't share it. This is what I charge for the work that I do. Okay. So it's up to you. But I'm just saying that these are the options available. And don't give high-res photos for free. Um, if you do, there's a contract. You write down in the contract that I'm giving you these 10 images. This is the cost per image. And the usage licensing for these images is this. It is only for promotional purposes. Uh, it can't be sold to third parties. You can't use it for advertising, things like that. So you figure out what are, what are the licensing rules involved. I know a lot of bloggers are not photographers, so they don't really understand all this. But that's not an excuse. You will be taken for a ride if you don't get this. Okay. Uh, the email further goes on to say, A lot of people love the products and asked me where they were from. I told them, which was free publicity for the brand. Yes. There doesn't seem much in this for me other than I shot an editorial that looks good on my website and they let me keep some of the products. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the shoot cost me a lot and I don't think I'll be able to recover it now. No, forget about it. Just chalk it to experience. Never forget about this, that this happened and learn from it. Next time, don't do it. Otherwise, and, and look at it that this is what you have learned in this, what, what just happened with you. Don't look at it as a monetary loss. Look at it as something that you have learned, which is invaluable. Um, there are, I, I talk about this in my videos all the time, but not everyone is going to listen to those videos, right? There are other people who've been talking about it. Other people who've been telling how to blog, how to be professional, how to make a contract, blah, blah, blah. But not everyone's going to read that or listen to that. 
So this is how you learn. This is how I have learned. I've fucked up so many times. That's how you learn going from one assignment to the other. And every assignment has some differences. So you learn more and more and more. But you have to keep doing it consistently. If they use my images for commercial promotion without my knowledge, neither me nor my photographer gets anything. Hmm. Um, this, look, the only recourse you have to this is to burn a bridge. So if you want to call them out publicly, if you see them using your images commercially, you can do that. But the problem here is that if there is no contract at all, uh, then your emails can be used uh, if, if it has to be a legal matter. Um, you can speak to a lawyer and figure out what your uh, best bet there is. But um, it's not true that if they use your images commercially, you can do nothing. That's absolutely not true. There are quite a few people on social media, some people like me who are... Uh, very militant about this commercial usage of photographs without the express permission of the photographer is illegal yeah so speak to a lawyer uh, and figure out what what the options are if you if you want to preempt their usage you can have you can send the brand a polite email and say that hey uh, in retrospect I don't think I should have given the high-res images to you. Now that I have, I want to clearly state that they are not meant for commercial usage. Polite email. You're, you're saying you fucked up and that you would like to clearly state in the email that, you know, this is not for commercial usage. If the brand wants to use it on their social media, you're okay with that. Low-res versions. But they can't use it for print or their promotional marketing material and to, you know, give out to third parties of advertising. You can do that. Um, what do you think I should do? Am I expecting too much? No, not really. Why? This is not expecting too much. This is, look, it's like this. Technically, if, um, you know, it's like if it's like someone comes to me and, and, for example, if I'm shopping, you know, and I say, oh, that product is really nice. And the person sitting at the store doesn't really know what the value of their product is and says, okay, this is for 200 bucks. Whereas actually it is for 2000 bucks, right? I know it is for 2000 bucks. So now it's my integrity to myself is whether I'm going to tell that person ki nahin, bhaiya, ye 2000 check I would do that but the brand didn't do that clearly and so that tells you all you need to know about the person that you interacted with at the brand and going forward you will be more alert about this so you're not expecting too much at all just stick to professionalism there is no expectation there that's how things just work so you put it out in a contract you lay it out there then you manage expectations Simple. How would you have approached this? And is there anything I should keep in mind so I avoid a situation like this next time? You already know what you need to avoid the next time. The first thing you need to do is you need to get a contract. When you have a photographer shooting for you, you have a contract with the photographer. When you have a contract with a brand, whether it is barter or commercial, you have a contract with that brand. You have a piece of paper that is signed which says, this is what is going to be done. I am going to do one blog story with 8 to 10 photos. And I am going to do 8 to 10 social media updates on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. This is the cost of all these things. If there is no cost, then in barter, these are the 5 products that you will be sending to me, which will be not returnable. And you choose those products. So the brand will share a catalog of 100 products with you. And they say, okay, fine. Our budget cap for this is 25,000. You can choose products worth 25,000. Now, whether you choose one product or you choose five products or you choose 25 products is up to you, right? So you write all this down. 
you put it on email you put it on the contract and you say fine this is what we're doing khatam everyone knows what is being done there is no confusion nobody is taking anybody for a ride everyone got into it with agreement so generally then you won't have that issue ki are high res photos so if a brand comes back to you after that contract and says oh we need high res photos then you say okay high res photos ka cost is separate you include that in the contract as well that only the low res images that are there on the blog which in my case are always bottom up are usable by or reshareable by the brand on their social media accounts but if high res images are required for purchase or for licensing that is not part of this contract so that when the brand comes back to you for that then you have a separate contract for that and i have rates i have rates for like if if the brand needs 10 high res images then this is the cost if you need 10 to 30 then this is the cost per image if you need more than 30 then this is the cost per image so again i am a photographer so i've been doing this for a while but even as a blogger i think you should have this because you are dealing in visual imagery here and it's visual marketing so definitely have a contract if you have any doubt you please speak to the brand and say and say look this is what i want to do i know i don't have a huge reach but these are the things that i want this is the story that i am planning what do you think you will have to go to 100 brands till five say yes to you so the, you you're going to have to do that it it will come with experience and you will meet strange people you will meet people who disagree with you uh, and people move from brand to brand so it's not like if you've had a bad experience with one brand you're going to constantly have a bad experience with the same brand unless of course you interacted with the owner of the brand and they fucked up and so then you can't do anything about it so burning bridges i mean i don't i really don't care it's fine theek hai it's work you know hota hai i might bitch about it i might rant about it sometimes i might even call them out uh, you know using their name on social media i try and avoid that though but the point is if this brand has done this with you i'm pretty sure they've done it with someone else which is why it is important for the blogger community to talk amongst themselves and figure out which are the brands that fuck with bloggers so that at least you go in knowing that okay there are chances of this being fucked up or the chances of this not working out or Uh, you know people at this brand talk too much and don't really do anything so you go in with those expectations and if something good happens then well you you are not disappointed okay so i hope that answers your question i'm sorry it took so long to get back to you uh, another question i had received was how do you deal with negative snarky hate comments if any uh okay by who like on the blog or on social media I just block people. It took me a long time to get to that point, but I just block people now, straight away. Um, sometimes I, if I think that they they have, they might be coming from a place of logic and uh, useful critique, I might indulge in a couple of exchanges. But if I see that they're just being an asshole, then I just block them. That's how you deal with hate, snark. You just block. and luckily all these platforms like instagram and twitter they have block buttons and blog pe to वैसे भी आजकल कोई कमेंट करता नहीं आते हैं कमेंट आते हैं नॉट जस्ट हेट ब्लॉक कमेंट्स यू गेट ऑल दिस वियर्ड कमेंट्स वेयर आई गॉट वन ऑन फेसबुक वेयर दिस गाय वाज लाइक ओह टेक ऑफ योर शर्ट एंड नाउ रिमूव योर ब्रा लाइक सीरियसली व्हाट डू यू डू यू ब्लॉक लाइक आई डोंट इवन वेस्ट माय टाइम रिपोर्टिंग पीपल नाउ ऑन फेसबुक बिकॉज़ फेसबुक डजंट गिव अ फक सो यू जस्ट ब्लॉक खत्म don't don't pay attention kya are they are adding anything to your life criticism or critique it is so hard to be a good critic it is so hard because you have to look at so many things you you know you criticism also involves trust 
if if you don't trust the person you how can you take their criticism seriously if you don't trust that the person has your best interests at their heart you you can't take them seriously i would highly recommend reading brene brown's daring greatly uh, it's daring greatly uh, it has helped me deal with a lot of um negativity online um she has this thing where she says that uh you you know if you, if you're not in the arena if you're not in the arena i'm not interested in your feedback so if if someone is uh you know giving a snarky comment about your blog and they themselves don't have a blog fuck them they have no fucking clue what they're doing so it's it's she has this brene brown has this you know one one inch by one inch piece of paper and you write down the names of people whose feedback you value and apart from that you just do not listen to anyone else khatam so i i'll give you an example uh, some many months back uh, i had just started shooting street style and i just started posting it on instagram and uh, some lady <laughs> I will I will leave all specifics out except that she was a lady and she commented saying uh you know the, uh, India has such colorful clothes and colorful people and so much culture and why are you putting photographs of westernized wear um this doesn't represent India you should be shooting more indian street style you know so i went and looked at her profile she doesn't live in india she has never been to india she has never she is not a photographer she is not a blogger she has not shot a single photograph of street style so i blocked her she has no idea what i do how i do it she has no idea what it takes to stand for hours at a one spot and get five street style photographs she has no idea what the camera weighs like she's fucking clueless So yeah I mean she might have thought that she is leaving a very intelligent comment oh this is how you should do street style photography but fuck you bitch So yeah that's how I deal with hate comments and it's not easy it's taken a long time to get to this place I used to get bothered by everything before that Usne ye bol diya usne ye kaise bol diya oh my god is my work so bad like why does everyone hate me ah ha ha boo not anymore Um so yeah thanks for listening uh, to the 24th episode of the Nana Redu experience please ask me more questions cheers bye